0: Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie
1: Haley. This week, I interview Ben Amos, founder of Engage Video Marketing. This episode is gonna be great for those of you who want to get as much mileage out of your videos as possible, and for those who are looking for different ways to share your video across your social media platforms, and drive more people from your social platforms to videos on YouTube just before we jump in to remind you that I have a couple of useful resources for any of you who want to get help with all or parts of your video publishing, repurposing and promotion process. Outsourcing it can be overwhelming and hopefully my Get Outsource Ready checklist will help you navigate that process. I'll drop a link to that in the show notes below and I also have an editable workflow template that you can use to keep on top of your entire YouTube video publishing, repurposing and promotion workflow. It maps out every step you need to take from uploading a video to YouTube. YouTube at the very beginning of the process, right to the steps that you need to take to promote your videos at the end. And again, you can find the link to that in the show notes below. And now let's dive into the interview. So, hi Ben, welcome to
0: the podcast. Natalie, thanks for having me.
1: How are you today? you good?
0: I'm very good. There's some craziness in the world right now, depending on when people are listening to this. I'm sure they recall the craziness if yeah. it's not still happening, but uh, we're doing well and it's uh, and it's an exciting time for the world of video right now because everyone's focused right now on how they can do things with video. So, we're trying to step up.
1: Yes, exactly. That is a really good point. So what are we going to talk about today, Ben? What is your one hot
0: thing? Look, I'd love to share a bit more about how people can take long form video or, or their kind of hero pieces of video content and create shorter pieces of video content specifically for social media because, you know, I think so many people struggle with this idea of how to create content consistently and to do so in a way that's not meaning that they have to be all Gary V and create content you know, for every single platform all the time, which can yeah. be seriously overwhelming.
1: Yeah. I'm. When we booked this interview, you gave me like three different suggestions of topics and I kind of bit your hand off for this one because I see this has been well, you obviously do too, it's so, so relevant for people who are creating video content and YouTube content. And I know with, with clients of my own and I'm working with them on helping them promote their YouTube videos, this is the biggest stumbling block they face is that how do we, you know, promote this video in an interesting and engaging way across the channels. So this is going to be really relevant for a lot of people. So yeah, if you just want to start talking us through it, where do people start with this?
0: So I think what you're talking about there is really the biggest problem, like... (laughs) So many people out there, whether they be personal brands, businesses, entrepreneurs, people trying to build a business using online platforms to as a critical way to grow that business, they're understanding the need to create video content, right? And to do so on a consistent basis. But the biggest downside to that, particularly when it comes to consistency, is that people get overwhelmed because the idea of like, well, where do I create video? What platform do I create video for? And how do I do that week after week after week or day after day after day? And it becomes seriously overwhelming. So, so many businesses just don't take action, they don't They don't do it, right? And for those content creators that are consistent with video content on one particular platform, then they kind of feel this pressure of oh i really should be doing better on that platform or this platform or oh man i'm i'm not getting the engagement that i need you know on instagram as opposed to my youtube channel which is where my focus is right now for example and you know there can be any kind of combination of platforms that people are focusing on so you know the way that i approach this and the way that i advise our clients and the people that i work with is that you really need to decide on what your primary platform is when it comes to your video strategy decide on what that growth platform is going to be that is going to move the needle the most for your business and base that decision based on your, your audience. Who, who do you want to serve? But also where are you most comfortable creating content? So we work with people who are comfortable and have a good strategy in place to create regular, high-quality, engaging weekly YouTube content, for example, and that's their primary growth platform. Awesome. But we also have people that we work with who are just more comfortable creating content more in the moment using, say, Facebook Live. And, you know, they can just get on and just share their passion with their community. But they don't want to just waste – well, not waste that content. They just don't want to only use that content in that place. Like, So what I want to share today is really how we can – once we've created a high-value hero piece of content for our primary platform – regardless of the platform, how can we actually quickly, easily and effectively translate that content into a native format for different platforms? So we can dive into that in whichever way you want.
1: This sounds fantastic. So if we start, for example, with somebody who has, you know, produces a weekly YouTube video, for example, and it goes up to their channel every Monday, say, what kind of things can they be thinking about doing to take that piece of content and make the most of it?
0: awesome. So if you're going to create a piece of content for YouTube as your primary platform, then by default it's going to be creative created ideally natively for YouTube, which means it's going to be shot in 16:9 widescreen. It's probably going to be a longer form piece of content, which is the the preferred method of creating content for YouTube. Yeah. And it's probably going to have a certain structure to it, which we don't need to get into today, but you know, there's other resources people can dive into to understand a good structure for a YouTube content because the the I guess, intention of a viewer on YouTube is they're going to the platform to watch video content. Mm -hmm. So it can be created with that in mind, right? So when you've created a primary piece of content for YouTube, then the decision is, how can I actually repurpose that in different ways for different platforms so that I get more engagement on my primary platform? Because the ultimate goal when you're thinking about a video strategy is you want to focus on growth on your primary platform and use these other platforms as a way to, I guess, syndicate or aggregate your potential reach yeah. that will grow your primary platform. Yeah. I think unless you are a Gary V or you know, you're know you a media company, then it's difficult to really focus on growing every platform at once. Yeah. I would say focus on what is your primary growth platform that's going to move the needle for your business and create, use other platforms to drive engagement and traffic back to your primary platform. And as a byproduct, you will grow those other platforms as well. Yes. That will happen absolutely so when you think about these other platforms you need to think about the fact that there are nuances to how you need to create video natively for those platforms yeah. and you know facebook's facebook native video is different to instagram native videos different to linkedin native video different to twitter native video and all of these social media platforms are video platforms <laughs> so yeah i mean that you need to kind of understand some of those nuances as well
1: okay so if somebody has this hero piece of content Is there any way that they can use that existing content uh, and editing it, you know, creating snippets from it to share on their other platforms? Or should we be avoiding that and should we only be creating new content based around obviously the same theme as that video specifically for each channel?
0: Yeah. Good question. I mean, I don't know about you, Natalie, but very few people that I work with and myself included have the time and capacity to create unique content for every single platform. So if you're going to put the effort into creating content for your primary platform and, you know, and that's where your effort needs to be placed in, you know, coming up with great ideas and creating great content for that platform, then the way that I look at it is this. You need to kind of think of like a, like a, a, a tree kind of a, breakdown where you've got your primary platform at the top and that's your single piece of content that you create for that primary platform the best primary platforms are your longer form kind of video platforms whether it be facebook with facebook live linkedin could be a primary platform or youtube could be a primary platform potentially instagram tv could be a primary platform but some of these short form video platforms like twitter or Instagram feed videos, they tend not to be ideal as a primary platform because if you're going to create video content, focus on creating for a you know longer form content for a, one of these video um, centric platforms first, and then look at how you can consider what is it? What is the secondary platform? So when we break down the tree, we go... Let's use YouTube as an example. It's probably the most common. So, if you create content for YouTube channel as a primary platform, then a secondary platform is what I refer to as where you take the same piece of content, you make minor modifications to make it more native to that platform. Mm -hmm. So, it's the exact same piece of content. Let's say it's a seven minute how to video that you've created for YouTube. You can up to 10 minutes can be used on LinkedIn perfectly well. Mm -hmm. Minor modifications to that video, if you're using LinkedIn as a secondary platform would be, for example, you know, adding the thumbnail as the first frame of the video so that, you know, natively it's going to show as the thumbnail, adding it into a square frame with some burnt in captions because LinkedIn is a sound off platform primarily. But it's the same piece of content. People will engage with a seven minute valuable content piece on LinkedIn, but they will engage with it better if it's tweaked natively for LinkedIn, okay? For example, you could also use Facebook feed, the Facebook feed or Facebook watch as another secondary platform with that same piece of content, but tweak it for Facebook. In fact, using that example, the way you would tweak it is very similar with some minor differences to Facebook and LinkedIn. So they're similar platforms in the way they uh, display video within the news feed. Mm. so you know that's a secondary platform minor modifications same piece of content but the call to action within your post text or the copy that goes with that video is follow us on youtube to get more of this great stuff you know you're driving audience engagement back to your primary platform if youtube's your primary platform
1: and that's the key isn't it because ultimately yeah you want to be if, if that is your primary platform, you want your audience to be growing there, your subscriber numbers to be growing there, and your watch time there to be to be good. I guess exactly. Well, platforms. Say, for example, if somebody's primary promotion platform was Instagram. Obviously, we've got things like IGTV. But if people are wanting to share, say, a, a video in their feed, say up to sixty seconds, and I'm thinking about people who. I mean, a lot of people do work with a video editor, but some people are still kind of trying to do this stuff on their own. And, and like you say, time is is limited. It's very time consuming. Would it be okay for somebody to take a, a, a 60 second snippet, pretty much unedited, but just to take a snippet? Obviously it would have to make sense without the, the rest of the context of the video. And obviously you would try and choose the most engaging bits, either, you know, generate curiosity or give people a piece of, actual information and value in that snippet but is there any argument against doing that against just taking a a 60 second clip that's not edited in any other way
0: no not at all i mean that's that's absolutely a a critical part of the strategy because when we think about that breakdown of the tree um, kind of approach that i'm talking about here the third level to that is what i call a Lead in video, okay, or a teaser video. I refer to the term of lead in because you're using other platforms with extracts or teasers or little bits pulled out from your larger piece of content that are converted into native versions for that platform. So you're, for example, making a square. 1080 by 1080 or it's like a square video for instagram feed less than 60 seconds maybe you're creating a two or three minute instagram tv version that's edited to fit a vertical frame so and there are ways to basically just pull out your some great bits some teaser bits from your longer form piece of content and use those in a native way on videos to lead in to your bigger piece of content on that primary platform and Clearly, the call to action on those lead-in videos is to see the full video or to learn more head on to YouTube you know if YouTube's your primary platform and we can I can share um, some quick kind of workflow ideas of how to actually do that very easily using some some simple tools if you like.
1: That would be absolutely amazing yeah.
0: So the the simplest way that we approach this particularly for non-video editors I mean if you're if you're comfortable or you have a video editor or you're comfortable using Final Cut Pro or Adobe Premiere then there are ways to do this within your video editor if you have the capabilities to do that but let's talk for those non-video editors who have a a longer form primary piece of content created for youtube and then they're like maybe you get a va to do this who's not a video editor you know there are ways to basically just take this and say go and create native versions for different platforms the best way to do this is to use a any simple video editing tool and iMovie is a way to do that which is free on any iMac and there are a number of simple video editing tools that don't require much skill to simply cut an extract, Mm. you know, um, basically you're just going to take the full video and you're going to pull out top and tail, or just cut out the bits that you're not going to use in the extract. And then you export from that video editing program, simply just a, you know, 60 second, bit of high value or less than 60 seconds using the example of an Instagram feed video. Right. And then you've got this video, which is still 16 by nine. It's still widescreen, but it's just the bit that you want to use as a teaser. To just upload that to Instagram as a feed video, it's just not going to sit well in the news feed. It's not going to gauge people. No one's going to, unless they click on it, they're not going to hear what you're saying and all that sort of stuff, right? So what you then need to do is to think, how can we make this into a native version for Instagram? So the easiest way to do this that we've been using a lot lately with some of our clients is basically take that video and pull it into Canva. Canva, you're probably aware, a free image editing platform online so you and you can use the free version for this. And Canva, some people who are listening may not know, allows you to now import video content into their projects. So you can create just a square, like create a new project in Canva, create it in a square format, ten eighty by ten eighty, which is like pixels. 1080 by 1080 pixels. So it's a square frame. And then use all the Canva editing tools to create a branded frame that suits your brand. Add your logo, add a great hook driven headline at the top, and just allow space down the bottom. And then you import your 60 second video extract that you've created in whatever video editing program you've pulled that from, and drop it in and leave it as a widescreen video. But it's going to sit right in the middle of a square frame. So you've got kind of what we call letterboxing on the top and the bottom. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this space on the top and space on the bottom is where you can add some branding. You can add some logos, you can add some images in Canva. You can even add some, you know, animated gifs you know, that are jumping around and, drawing attention to things one great gif just as a side note here that i love to use in canva is the one that says sound on and it kind of flashes sound on sound on there's a few different ones that say sound on and they're free in canva and using that as a little animated gif in the headline section so in the top of the video particularly on those sound off platforms like instagram is kind of like reminds people oh i need to Click the sound on on this one. So you can do that and then leave the bottom part empty. So leave the bottom letterbox section empty. You can put some a colored background behind it or, you know, a, an image or something, but recognize that that's the spot we're going to put the captions, right? So you can't put captions in Canva. It's just it doesn't allow you to do that. So it's kind of a three-step process. You create your short extract, bring it into Canva to make it look pretty and add up eye-catching headline at the top, leave the space down the bottom for the captions, then export the video as an MPEG-4 or MP4 file for um, importing into the next stage, which what I recommend is a a platform called QUIC, Q-U-I-C-C, quick.io. You go there and you can can start with like 10 minutes for free, but basically you can take your short extract video, import it into QUIC, Quick has an automatic transcription process where it listens to your video, creates a transcription of your video automatically, almost in real time, and you can make a few changes to just fix if it got one of your words wrong or something like that. And then it'll actually allow you to format the caption and place it in the bottom of that square section of your video so in the bottom letterbox section of your video and you can move it around to kind of make it fit in the right area and then you've got basically a completed video that you can download from quick and that that process can be it it may sound a little bit complicated but it's really a three-step process of create your extract pretty it up in canva and they're both free tools and then you go to quick which is a paid but it's very affordable Mm -hmm. and add your burnt in captions there download the video without any video editing or video editing skill you've got a version that's created and it's perfect for social native use in instagram in linkedin in uh, twitter in facebook all of these sound off video platforms
1: and presumably the first time you do this yeah you know it's going to take you a bit of time but certainly the second step i would imagine you can have that once you've created your kind of template you've branded you know you've done your branding you've added oh
0: your your frame in canva yeah
1: can't you and and use that every time if you want to
0: Mm -hmm. Um, yeah for consistency of branding is
1: yeah. Exactly the idea. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to become much quicker every time. Certainly, the second time you do it, will be a lot quicker, and then as you get used to it, it'll be even quicker and quicker. That is such a yeah. It's great to just have that, like you say, that that example of a workflow for people to go because it's. I don't know, it's all very well and good, isn't it, saying, like, take this piece of video and then you can do this, this and this. But actually, if, if we're not video editing pros, it can feel a bit overwhelming. And then, and then, like you say, people get so overwhelmed that they just end up not doing anything about it. So it's really, yes. really good to, to have that example and the examples of tools to use as well. So. That's that's absolutely fantastic. That has been so unbelievably useful. Would you be able to point people in the direction of where they can perhaps find out a little bit more if you've got any more resources on this kind of thing or sort of connect with you online?
0: A great place to connect is the Engage Video Marketing channel on YouTube, where I share some tips and some tutorials about things like this. Um, if they want to learn more and dive deeper and, and have some direct connections with me to help them build out an effective video strategy for their brand or business, then the Engage Engage Video Marketing Academy is the place to go. That's my, my membership at engagevideomarketingacademy.com.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much. And, well, I don't know how my surprise question is going to work, Ben. I always ask a surprise question at the end of the interview. But considering our time's difference because you're over in Australia, I usually ask what people are having for their dinner that night. But I'm guessing you might already have had yours.
0: Yeah. It's 8.30 at night now.
1: <laughs> what did you have, Ben? What did you have?
0: Tonight was roast chicken, Tuesday oh, roast chicken. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Love it. And the kids actually eat it, oh, which is good.
1: You are winning. <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they don't eat most things that we serve up to them, but they love roast chicken night. Oh,
1: that's so
0: good. <laughs> right,
1: thank you so much, Ben. That's been fantastic.
0: Thanks, Natalie.
1: This podcast is part of the You of The Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.